Camp Radio. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, we are edition of Amp Radio, another MMA podcast, Proteus number 800. 800, bro. Insane. We're coming at you live from the Amp Radio studios, Proteus, not where we were, in the mean streets of what? Where where did we start? San Mateo, California? But we are still... In the Amp Radio Studios International in Brantford, Ontario, Ontario, Canada. Canada. Yeah, I don't know the rest of the words. Pro, fill me in. Our home and native land. That's what I said. Shout out to Canada. Proteus, 39 countries, 800 shows, averaging on a good card, about 3,500 downloads in the U.S. Let's meet the dais, Proteus. Let's meet the host. Let's go ladies first, Pro. And we cover all four sides of the North American Trade Agreement. Shout out to NAFTA. Shout let's out. Go up, let's go to the south, Pro. But not the deep south. We're not going deep. to the North Carolina blue south, Proteus. She's going to love that. She's a big fan. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Happy New Year. Happy 800. Word of the day, 800. 800. What does that mean? Tell tell the crowd. That means 800. 800 shows? How exciting is that? Right, that too. Or the last, that's how much I spent on a pair of boots. Um, Not really, but no, but. I missed y'all. Gosh, it's been a minute or two or three or four. How, um, how's everybody? Happy New Year. It was a nice break, though, right, Pro? Yeah, it, it was. was. We were break. talking. We were talking about that. And I said, because I, 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 I sent Proteus a text. and said, hey, I missed you guys. I said, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed the MMA break just because I, I was able to catch up on stuff that I had, you know, I hadn't done. I, I'd kind of left lagging and stuff. So, the break was fun, but it's good to be back. Speaking of ketchup, so, uh, Pam, not hey. only are we going red, what did the Papa Tomato say to Baby Tomato when he was slowing down? He squeezed him and he said, ketchup, let's go ketchup. to the up north, oh my God. to the Amp Radio International Studios. Hit it! <laughs> Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, and you know, I always like to hear my entry music. Thank you very much, DJ Tony, coming at you live and direct from the AMP International (laughs) International Studios. It's been a long time, obviously choking on my words. Waza! Waza! Oh, you got to get Mark going. Let's go to the Dirty South, guys, and by that, I mean, that didn't come out right. Proteus? Let's go southbound, guys. To the south we go. (laughs) 
Marco Frow. We're back, bitches. 800 shows in. I still can't believe that it's 3,500 knuckleheads that listen to us regularly. <laughs> uh, happy hindsight 2020 year. Everything is hindsight 2020 this year. And, dude, we've been out for a minute, so I'm going to be a little bit rusty. Like they say, uh, case rose, case rose is, is, is not a thing, but I'm going to be a little bit rusty, so bear with me until I get my it's flow, my, my energy pumping, you know, my, 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 my timing, and I'll be fine. Big card this, this weekend. Let's talk to MMA. Perfect. Hit, hit, yeah, hit. right. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> Nate does not think this is a, a big problem. card, and neither does Pam. But here we go. Hit it. Guys, we're back. Like Marco says, we back. Let's talk some MMA. We go UFC 246 in Las Vegas. And yes, we have to pay for this, guys. Conor McGregor making his comeback. And he, he is the favorite at a minus 340. <laughs> Dan loves that. And he will fight. Donald Cowboy, don't call me Danger Cerrone, a plus 280 underdog. Marco, we go to you. Will it be Conor McGregor or will it be Cowboy Cerrone? Oh, man. Look, look, this is finally here, and a lot of people are hating on it. They say, Gage should have got it. But I remember a year ago when Cabo was on his run, everybody was clamoring for this fight. I'm glad Cabo's getting this fight. He's getting paid. And you know he's getting freaking paid. He even admitted he's getting paid. So, good for him. Uh, let's, let's put aside all the freaking uh, hate away for Connor, you know, whether you love him or hate him. The guy is an excellent fighter. Uh, they pick up this fight for a reason because, you know, Carlos Cerrone is a little bit over the edge. He's 36 years old. He lost his last two fights, one by TKO, one by a straight knockout by Gagey. He tends to prefer a standing, and that is Terrell made for Connor. Uh, conventional wisdom is that if this guy ends early, Connor wins, and it goes into the late rounds, uh, Cerrone wins. I tend to believe that... Uh, you know, Connor got the resources to pull up a, an excellent camp. It seems that he's uh, clean at his act for this camp, at least. I don't know how it's going to be in the future because, you know, take everything he says and does with a grain of salt. But for this camp, it seems that everything is dialed in. Seron uh, is going to give you an honest fight. He always does. But historically speaking, he always loses to Southpaws. His record against Southpaws is, is dismal. He usually gets knocked out by Southpaws. And even though he's a switch uh, stunt fighter, his offense when he switches stances against Salpo is not as good. So, and I hate to say, I'm going to pick up Connor with a second round TKO. I mean, Cerrone is going to make it entertaining for as long as it lasts. Uh, I won't be mad if Cerrone wins the fight. You know, granted, you know, I love Cabo Cerrone, but I'm going to go with the conventional wisdom on the, on the, the bets in, uh, in, in Vegas. I think Connor finds that left, left hand. Uh, he, when, he, when he gets you down, he's a finisher. He's a closer. So give me Connor by a uh, second-round TKO. Second-round TKO is Marco's pick. And you know what, Marco? I'm going to make this pretty fast before I go to Pam. Uh, Con- of course, Cowboy Cerrone at 36 and 13. He has lost, by the way, guys, six of his last ten. McGregor's 
uh, before I <laughs> give it to Pam, who's got a lot to say, I'm sure, about him. He's only lost twice, in, I think, in the UFC, guys. I mean, and he is 21-4. and four. I'm taking McGregor also, guys. Second-round TKO before I go to Pam. Um, I'm with you on this one, Marco. Pam, we go to the lovely Pam. Will it be Conor right. McGregor, well, your favorite? <laughs> I suggest that you all take a drink of Coke or something to get the taste of balls out of your mouth, first of all. Um <laughs> So, um, okay, you know, big fight, uh, of course, uh, very coincidentally, pay-per-view prices go up uh, for this fight. Um, you know, five more bucks. Yeah, it goes up to 65 from 50. Um, you know, I'm going to be as nice as I can. Uh, Connor coming back, yeah, good for him. I applaud him not being a total douchebag at the face at the um, face off, and uh, I applaud him for that. But you know what? Um, with Donald Cerrone, yeah, a little bit as Tony would say, long in the tooth. He's thirty six years old, um, six feet tall versus five foot eight. Even though Connor does have a longer reach. Um, He's got those long gorilla arms, which that's why he's got that tattoo of a gorilla on his chest, I would assume. Um, okay, <laughs> this, this is a breakdown. Uh, Connor has 18 KOs, one sub, two decisions. Uh, he has four submission losses. Uh, Cerrone, 10 KOs, 17 submissions, nine decisions. Uh, six KO losses, one sub, one uh, or six decisions. Now, when I was looking here, because, yes, I, I do know that Connor is the favorite to win, but do you remember when he was fighting Mike Perry and everybody wrote him off? Oh, Mike Perry's going to kick his ass. Same with Alexander Hernandez. The, the coming of who knows, the second coming of, you know, the Messiah was Alexander Hernandez. And he was going to take Cerrone apart. Cerrone wins when he feels like he has to prove something, historically speaking. So, um you know, Cerrone's an old man who's going to fight back. He's not going to sit on a bar stool and take a punch. So I'm picking Cerrone. I am going submission. This is a five-rounder. I'm going to say uh, fourth-round submission for me. Fourth-round sub. There's a choice for Panny Proteus. I don't have to tell you this. I like it. I like I that. There's some. I think there's some bias, though, Marco, on Pammy's side. I'm just saying. Let me say she's not drinking proper Not that I'm trying to be biased or anything. I mean, I can see in a scenario where Pam's, like, the conventional wisdom the later the fight goes, the more it benefits Cerrone. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. What you're having. Wow. Darn. I'm, I'm taken by surprise, Proteus. Marco, even though he is taking McGregor in a second round just like I am, I copied Marco. Pam going Cerrone. Fourth round sub pro, you are now the voice of reason. My partner in crime, will it be McGregor or will it be the Cowboy? Well, DJ Tony, it's been such a long time since I've been the voice of reason. Um, I'm going to reserve <laughs> this time to get now. back up on my soapbox and talk a little bit about this <laughs> annoying fight. Are you ready? I'm yes, ready. Yes. All right. So, in the lead-up uh, uh, admin or the advertising uh, to this fight, they decided to turn it into fucking Budweiser versus uh, 
proper 12 whiskey. And you know what pisses me off more than fucking advertisers trying to get in the way of a good fight <laughs> is advertisers getting in the way of a good fight. Please, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, maybe this is going to get the mainstream in, uh, more interested in, what, Conor McGregor again? Listen, guys, if Conor McGregor was the savior of the sport, he would have saved the sport fucking three years ago. He lost, uh, he lost, he got his ass handed to him by the champion at 155 pounds. Yeah, okay. Cowboy Cerrone, as you mentioned, uh, Marco, asked for this fight a long period of time ago. And this is the fight that should happen. This is the fight, this is the kind of fight that you want to give Conor McGregor when he's coming off of a, you know, a year off. Uh, it hasn't won a fight in three years, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Three years Conor McGregor has not won a fight in. And you know what, man? Um, he can have all the good camps he wants. unless Until he proves that he's a, a, a John Jones type, where he can not train for Alistair, uh, Alexander Gustafson and still pull off a win, and then the next time train for him and, and really uh, hand him his ass. Um, I, I, I would love for all of you dumbasses who think that Cowboy Cerrone cannot fight. He cannot keep <laughs> somebody at his at his length. Uh, yes, Conor McGregor has them long arms, Pam, like you mentioned. But you know what he is? He's a counter striker. And you know what Cowboy Cerrone likes to do is pick on those legs. I would love to see Cowboy beat them legs down and Conor McGregor go all, I'm a wrestler, bitch, again like he did against uh, – Nate, Nick, uh, Nate Diaz in the in the first fight. Great. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna take. Amen. I'm gonna take Cowboy Cerrone, and I'm actually gonna take him by second round head kick, uh, Tony, because I don't oh, like I this. I don't like everybody giving uh, Cowboy no no props. Look, Connor needs to come into this fight and be a fucking humble asshole. You know why? He's got not one but two sexual assault cases against him. You know what he did when, he, when Ariel Hawani pressed him on? Oh, there's some major news about you recently. He didn't even mention the fact that, you know what? He may have raped two women. Not in two different nights. No, in the same day, brother. Not only that, but you know what he did? He punched an old guy in the face because he didn't want a shot. You know what else he did? He smashed some guy's phone. This guy does not need to be fighting in the UFC. But you know why he's fighting in the UFC? Because the Empire loves him. Lord Dana loves him. And not only does Lord Dana love him, but he's contractually obligated to give this guy what he wants. Pam, you're right. The whole reason this pay-per-view is more money is because of of Conor McGregor. We'll see what happens, CJ Tony. Second round uh, TKO by Cerrone. Second round head kick is pro's pick. I do have to tell you this, though. McGregor, believe it or not, he's not really a counter striker. He's actually more of a pressure fighter, but he, he does have, uh, when someone pressures him, he does have counter strike tendencies. But um, I knew somebody was going to bring up technicalities. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on, guys. Okay, we got man, to cover go take in. a drink of Coke. Get that flavor out of your mouth. Darn. You know what? Maybe I am on the McGregor bandwagon. Yeah, you know what? I am on the McGregor bandwagon. Who am I kidding? Guys, we're going to move to the division that I love, the women's bantamweight we go. 
the love of my life, Holly Holm. That's right. Holly Holm, because Misa Tate is officially retired. Holly Renee Holm at 12-5, and five, guys. And believe it or not, she's the favorite at minus 135. She will fight. I don't know who roots for Rocky. I think everyone likes Rocky. And not Rocky Balboa. But I'm talking Raquel Pennington at a stellar 10-7 and 7 record. She last lost to Irene Aldana. Pam, I go to you. Will it be Holly, Renee, Holm, or will it be Raquel, Rocky, Pennington? Okay. Oh, my gosh. This fight, you know, I sound like a Debbie Downer, man. And I'm trying not to, but like I say, this card, this fight right here, man, I'm talking about a snooze fest. I might go wax my legs on this fight. Um, Holly is 12 and 5. Uh, Raquel is 10 and 7. Holly is 5 and 5 of last 10. Uh, Raquel is 6 and 4 of last 10. And you know what? I'm going to make this short and sweet. I think this is going to be a, you know, and, I, and if I'm wrong, I'll drink a Coke. Um, I think this is going to be just like a, a really, really boring fight. And I think it's going to be a really, really boring decision you hear michael i called a decision i called a decision and i think holly's going to take a decision i am surprised you know what no, that, that's my I, thing I, I think you're wrong and I i'm not trying to be mean about everyone but... <laughs> i think I that's think my first decision pan? i've ever called right you know what now you're trying to follow marco and i you have now become a decisionator Listen, ah. <laughs> I think this is a fight that everyone wanted to see. And I mean by everyone, I mean Holly Holmes family and Raquel Pennington's family. I agree with you. This is going to be a snooze. snooze see, I can't even get it out. Snooze fest. Mm-hmm. Holly Holm by decision in a fight that we've already seen that we don't need to see again. Proteus, I go to you. The voice of reason. Will it be Holly Renee Holm or will it be Raquel Len Pennington? Yeah, I, like you said, I, I don't know if we needed to see this fight again. Of, of course, uh, Pennington last in action in July 20th of 2019. Of course, we know that uh, she had a long layoff uh, due to injury uh, in her past. Uh, it, we, no one's, no one is uh, taking away from Rocky that she's very, very tough. I just think that Holly Holm is, you know, just that one step higher. And of course, uh, as we've seen in you know, past recent fights with Holly Holm. She's uh, a little bit better with, you know, the wrestling game. Um, I just see Holly Holm keeping it where she needs to keep it. Um, yes, Pennington, had, you know, her last three fights were against all of the toughest people in the women's division. Um, I just see Holly Holm taking this one back down again. Um, I see second round uh, TKO again, GJ Tony by head kick because, you know, they're kind of from the same camp, you know what I mean? Like Holly Holm, Donald Cerrone trained under the uh, Winkle John Jackson camp for a long period of time. Um, and I think they're very smart fighters, and they're going to uh, strategically act when they need to. I don't think Pennington's going to be able to work at any kind of ground game, not that she may, may want to, but I think Holly Holm's going to pick her apart, second-round TKO. You know what? It's hard to disagree with you. The thing is, though, both of these people are, are boxers first, so – 
Marco, Proteus yep. makes a lot of sense here. I just don't see a finish because Rocky is tough, even though she did quit in the Amanda Nunes fight. But to be fair, I wanted to quit in the Amanda Nunes fight. Marco, I go to you. Sure. Will it be the lovely Holly Renee, who's right-handed Proteus, home, or will it be Rocky Pennington? I have no feeling, Holly Home. I don't know why. I mean, uh, the, the, the high local career. I hope you're not feeling her. <laughs> uh, she, she tends to do this uh, beat the crap out of the six inches of air in front of their opponents and make it a lot of noise. Those glitches that they really don't don't yeah. hit nobody. Uh, and uh, for better or for worse, Rocky is not afraid to engage in a fight. Man. I mean, remember her fear was half off and she still wanted to keep fighting uh, a while ago. And then the first fight with uh, Holy Home, it was a decision. It was a close decision that she lost. That she felt like she should have won. Cole is getting older, you know. She got a lot of mileage on her body, not only because of the kickboxing and boxing, but also the MMA fights on her body. And Sean Rock is a little bit fresher, a little bit tougher, and uh, she, she's not she's willing to make it grittier. So I'm gonna pick Pennington, and it's gonna be a decision. I don't think she got the power to knock out Holly. Uh, or take it down, but uh, I think is she can make it ugly enough to win a very close 29-28 decision. So give me uh, Rocky Pennington on a on a on a 29-28 decision. You know what? I actually had when Marco was was breaking that down. I actually had already typed Pennington decision. Not joking, because he broke it down perfectly, guys. Let's move on. Let's let's we're we're running at a decent pace here, guys. And this is going to be a probably sure a quick one. To the heavyweight division we go, guys. Olexi, the boa constrictor, Olenek. Guys, how many fights does this guy have? 175? I forgot. It's like 57 and 13. 1,050. <laughs> 1,075 for Olexi Olenek. 800. <laughs> 800. Who yeah. good call. And he is a... He is the underdog, by the way, guys, at a minus, at a plus 110. He will fight. Maurice, don't call me. I don't know. I, I don't That's have okay, anything there. Uh, don't call sure. him crazy Maurice, eyes. Maurice, don't call me blue, green. Crazy eyes. I like that. Crazy, yeah, crazy eyes. eyes. Green. I don't know if I can say that to his face. At eight and three. Exactly. Brody don't call him crazy eyes. I will not call him that, Proteus. I go to you in the main streets of Brantford, Ontario. Will it be Maurice Green at a minus 130? I will not call him crazy eyes. Or will it be the bold constrictor? Let's see, 800 fights Olenek. Yeah, I mean, you want to go for the young guy here, right? You you want to go, oh, maybe Maurice Green is on this run. You know, he gets uh, the old guy, uh, Alexi Olenek. But you know that We've talked about Alinek in the past, and Tony, I know you've always had a problem with his record, and I think you can't, you cannot ever uh, look past experience. And you know, like we said, he's the bow constrictor. I think 100% DJ Tony Alinek gets it done. He's going to have a little bit of trouble against the obviously much taller Maurice Green. I assume who. Uh, is coming in with bad intentions. Uh, but just like the janitor back in the day, DJ Tony, I have a, 
soft spot for the <laughs> Eastern Bloc dudes that are at heavyweight that just over uh, over exceed. You know, they're uh, they, you, you think maybe no, no, they can't get it done, and then they get it done. Tony, I'm going to take Olenek. I'm going to take him by second round submission. Second round sub, and you know what, Proteus? That's exactly. I actually have a third round sub for Olenek. Proteus, uh, second oh, round sub. Olenek choke. With an Olenek choke, not in a stick, you'll choke. That's Olenek right. Choke. That's right, Marco. I didn't even want to bring it up, but thank you for bringing it up. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I see. Inexperienced dude, oh. long arms. He's going to get it done. You know what, Marco? You ruined my intro to you, but I'm going to try, do it anyway. Marco. As Jules from Pulp Fiction would say, will it be green or will it be Ezekiel 2911? Oh. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Look, Maurice Green is like the cop prospect right now. The guy's got really good stand-up. Uh, if he stays on the feet, Olinic is really not a good striker. He gets hit no. easily. I mean, that's what Overeem did to him and, you know, took him out. So, Everything is going to predicate is how quick Olini can take it to the ground. He can take it to the ground. He is a way, way more decorated grappler uh, experience on the MMA, judo, jiu-jitsu, you name it. The guy will finish it quick if he takes it to the ground. If it stays on the feet, about the screen can knock you out. Uh, but I want to pick experience. I mean, uh, I have not seen enough of Green to make me a believer yet. You know, exactly. he's not like a Russian stroke. He's not like a not even a Hardy, Greg Hardy at least we have seen enough of him to see where he's at. Morris Green, not so much. So I'm gonna pick Olenek. I'm gonna pick it with a first round Olenek choke because I think he's gonna try to get out of there quick. He doesn't wanna mess yep. around with Morris Green on the on the stand up. So he's gonna take it down real quick, find a choke and, 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 and take it home. So give me Alexi Olenek with a Ezekiel slash Olenek shock in the first round. Correct the mundo. Sam, I go yes. to you. Will it be Singasso's time or will it be sleep time, Pam? Uh, I think we're going Chingasso's with some crazy eyes. Um, Alexi Olenek, is, uh, he's coming off two losses. <laughs> um, and if you go to you look at Maurice Green, he's quite a little bit of a Submission specialist himself. He's got uh, both of these guys have wins over Baby Albini. Um, oh, that's not a surprise, though, right? He's and uh, let's see, Green <laughs> actually has four submission wins. So I'm picking Green. I'm going with the first round TKO. Okay. Uh, Maurice Green, crazy eyes. He got the crazy eyes. Don't be scared, homie. All right. Not only that, the eyes. Can I just can I just say this, Proteus and Marco? What is the deal with Maurice's the crochet boss? That's his nickname. Okay. I think I like Crazy Eyes better. Crochet. I'm just joking with you. Ojos locos. Croquet. <laughs> Guys, let's move yep, on because we're making time. Right. To the women's strawweight division well, we'll we go, and this is a well, shame. Ah oh, man. Uh, All right. uh, Proteus, uh, DJ went, Tony took Olenek, Olenek right? third round submission. Okay. Yeah. Guys, the women's straw weight we go. This is, this, you know what I like to say. This is a damn shame, guys. This is hottie on hottie crime here. The bodied up 
Baja. And by the way, I'm not going to do a Spanish word of the day, but I am going to do a Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese pronunciation. Whenever you see the H and Good. the A, it's pronounced like a Y-A. So it's Claudia Gadelia, not Gadelia, Gadelia. Claudia Gadelia, or as we like to call her, Claudia Anna, Claudia Santos Gadelia. Good Lord, guys. She is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Good yep. Lord. She is in tremendous shape at Pick. 17 and 4, and she will mm-hmm. fight the Mexican. Alexa Grasso, man, you know, she's had a pretty rough man. go at it since she came into the UFC, guys. Um, I mean, she's basically 500 in the UFC, roughly, um, two and three. Um, at 11 and nine, Proteus, we're going to go back up to Marco. Marco, will it be Claudia at a minus 150 favorite versus the Alexa Grasso at a minus 105? Marco, I go to you. Will it be Kaja or will it be Alexa? Okay, so Alexa is a better boxer. That's granted. She got the better standard skill, especially with her hands. But like you say, she has been hit and miss in the USA when she, get, she, she faced uh, better competition. Nadia Garelia was a, a perennial contender, man. I mean, now she fought for the title. Uh, and I, I think she's the better all-around fighter. She got better jiu-jitsu and better wrestling. She got very serviceable striking, you know, kickboxing. Uh, the only the only wrinkle on Gadelia's uh, armor is uh, her, her condition. It has not been a too bad at times, you know. So it, it's all going to be predicated on... Uh, how quickly she finishes a fight, or is she able to to keep the gas and all the way to for the three rounds? I'm gonna pick Adele because I think she's gonna she's not gonna wanna have anything to do with uh, Grasso's uh, striking. She, Alexa Grasso ran loose with on, on her boxing against Gadelia. Uh, she's a much better boxer, but I think uh, Gadelia uh, knows well enough to pin her against the cage, drag her on the ground where Grasso is literally lost. And, uh, you know, Gadelia's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, so I'm going to pick Gadelia. Um, and I'm going to pick her for a second round of submission, and she will be able to, to fish a submission out of grass just because wow. she's a fish out of water on the ground. And uh, like, just because Gadelia is a contender, and I think she, this fight is set up for her to get out to form because they're going to need a uh, contender for Jan Wei Lee. And, and, and the monsters up there at the top, the Rose Namajuna. Exactly. And, uh, you know, they, they, they need contenders and they need to reestablish Gadelia. So I, I see that's why this fight is happening. So give me Gadelia a second round submission. So, Marco, going with Gadelia, second round sub. I'm actually picking Gadelia too, but here's the thing. And I think this is going to mm-hmm. be even worse than than uh, than the Holly Holm Pennington fight. I'm not joking. This is going to be a decision. Gadelia, who was known as ground and pound, and of course, one hell of a. I mean, she has a good ground game. She hasn't been that fighter since she moved over to, uh, I don't forgot what camp she's with. She jumps around so many camps. But I, I, I just, it's going to be a boring decision. I'm taking Gadelia with the decision okay. to the bodied up, um, well, bodied up Gadelia and super beautiful Alexa Grasso. Proteus, I'm going to yeah. Pam. Pam, will it exactly. be Kaja or will it be Alexa? 
All right. Well, Alexa, if you if you look at her losses, uh, she does not do well against wrestlers. And what does Claudia do? She's a wrestler. But Claudia, as of late, her best ground and pound and submissions have been with T City. Man, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if he. I don't know. Hey. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, because as of late, she, decision. She's a, she's a decisionator. Her last submission win was. Uh, 2017 with Catalina. Um, everything else was uh, she lost a decision to Jessica, uh, won a decision with Carla, lost a decision to Nina, uh, won a decision with uh, Randa Marcos, uh, decision with Courtney Casey, lost a decision to uh, Joanne. You know, so she's been a a major decisionator. Um, Man, I hate to, I already did one decision. I don't want to pick another one, but eh, benefit of the doubt. I'm going with, uh, I, I think, now you know what? I got to go. Now, I'm going to go uh, rear naked choke. You've been doing a lot of that too. Rear naked with uh, second round. <laughs> By the way, I have to say that was tremendous. That was gold, Jerry. Gold. If no one got that like joke, it. man, that was gold, that, Jerry. That was, gold. That was tremendous. Thank you very much. Good Lord, Proteus. That was awesome. Proteus, I go to you. Will it be ground and pound Gadelia on T-City or will it be Alexa? I'm so beautiful. I don't even have to smile grosso. Even now that I have my braces off. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with Marco on this uh, point of contention that this is a a, uh, a fight that Grasso, uh, if she's going to move up in the division right now, needs to win. Um, you guys, you guys say, yeah, you know, uh, Grasso is is good at boxing, and Mark or uh, Pam says, you know, look at her last uh, fight where she uh, lost the decision, of course, against a a very talented wrestler, of course, the first. Uh, winner of the title in this particular division, of course, you know, had kind of slumped off a little bit now. But, yeah, she did lose to Carla Esparza in a a three-round fight. Um, And I think that Claudia Gadelia, you know, uh, is kind of the the contender that's, you know, higher up in the division. Of course, she's number six in the division, Grasso being number 11. And like you guys mentioned, yeah, uh, she hasn't been with, uh, you know, anyways, I don't want to mention it because uh, I don't want to tarnish her record uh, because she looks fantastic. Um, I think Gadelia is <laughs> going to be able to get this one done. You know, Gadelia last fought Random uh, Marcos, and, you know, that's, a, you know, a high-level fight. The fight before that was Nina Ansaroff, uh, and then, of course, the fight before that was, you know, um, Grosso's last loss, Esparza, which uh, Gedelia managed to get the win. I think that this maybe will go to decision, guys, um, because I think that, like you guys mentioned, Gedelia will probably want to keep it there. But again, it could Gedelia could win this one on the fight, on the feet as well because uh, she does hit very hard. But I'm going to go ahead and take uh, uh, Gedelia here. I'm going to take her. Uh, by decision, uh, like you, DJ Tony. Um, I, 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 again, this is one of those fights where both ta- fighters are very talented, and you have to see what the younger fighter is going to do against the older veteran. Hard, hard to call here, but I'm going to go with the proven commodity and Gedalia by decision. 
Good Lord, Proteus. I'll tell you, this is a tough one. But I'll tell you this, though, guys. We made it through most of the main card. Now we're going to go, as Proteus always says, did Pam give her everyone's favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pam, 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 what did Pam Sorry, I didn't yeah, ground and pound. Ground and pound. Uh, I rear naked. No, second, 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 uh, second round, rear naked. Second sub. My bad. Sorry. Thank you. Go ahead, DJ Tony. Emphasis on naked, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, no, good Lord. Um, we're so childish. But you know what? So is Morning Combat, who copies us. So, <laughs> guys, we go to everyone's favorite spotlight fight of the night. Oh, boy. Here we go. No, no, no surprise here, guys. I'm going to actually go with the other women's fight. And yeah. I know what you guys are thinking. Roxanne, Roxanne, everyone's hottie. Nope. That's not where I'm going. I'm going to the first. To the first fight of the card that no one's going to see because okay. on the UFC Fight Pass, the women's lightweight, we go. Sabina Matzo, Columbia mm-hmm. Zone. She will fight. I think she's um, uh, Rose's. I think I think training partner JJ Aldrich. I could be yeah, wrong she's there. She's a great fighter. Um, Good fight. Yeah, uh, Sabina, a kickboxer at a minus one fifty, all around fighter. JJ Aldrich, who actually has a good uh, ground game at a minus one hundred five. I'm going Sabina Matzo, guys, and I'm going. I think she finally makes her mark in the UFC. Sabina Matzo, surprising first round late TKO leg kick Proteus to the head. A Proteus favorite. Proteus, I go to you. Spotlight fight of the yeah. night. Yeah, I, I'm sorry if this is somebody else's spotlight fight of the night, but I think uh, Anthony Pettis versus Carlos Diego Fajera. Fajera. Sorry, DJ Tony. Fajera, correct? Fajera. You sure. Got right. Yeah. Okay. Fajera. Um, I think this is the, the the fight that everybody should be paying attention to. Of course, this is the curtain jerker on the pay-per-view event. Uh, Anthony Pettis versus uh, Fajeta is an excellent fight. Um, this is this is high-level MMA. Uh, I don't care who you are. Okay, maybe you 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 go. Oh, Anthony Pettis isn't you know he's past his prime. No, Anthony Pettis in the past couple of fights has proven to me that he's still trying to get better. Yeah. Uh, he had a broken, uh, was it a, a, a broken wrist? And his coaches stopped the fight. They didn't want him to fight on longer. That's that's good. That's that's preservation of the fighter. Uh, I think that was two fights ago. And and he, I, Anthony Pettis, you know, looking good to me in his last fight. Fajeda, super tough, Marco. Right? I mean, super tough. Kind of <laughs> one of those guys that you you don't want to see in a, in the back alley. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Fajeda actually. <laughs> Uh, taking out Pettis uh, in a in a slobber knocker, uh, a drag him out, beat him up, third round TKO. Fajeda. Not where I thought you were going with the way you were talking about I Anthony know. Showtime Pettis, uh, but I threw us for a loop. But Proteus picking, yeah, like you're right. It. He's been okay, uh, but uh, he's Fajeda, learning, man. I know he's joke. getting better. Exactly. Wow. No joke. That's a thing. Yeah, you got me on that one. Boy, you surprised Marco too. Marco, 
Proteus surprising all of us going with with uh, after a good description. Uh, okay. He feels Pettis has been doing uh, takes Pineda over Pettis. I got to impress you even more, buddy. So I'm wow. Roxanne Madafeli Macy Barber fight. Everybody yes. expects Macy Barber to demolish uh, Roxanne Madafeli. I mean, she's like the biggest favorite on the whole car by the odds. She's supposed to destroy Roxanne. But remember, Roxanne Madafeli was also supposed to lose to Antonina Chepchenko, and she won that mm-hmm. fight. And this, this fight got, this pick got nothing to do with logic. It's so sentimental because I love this and Roxanne Madafeli. She's the coolest chick uh, up there. She's just so, such a good person, man. She's, she's just yeah. good. Yeah. And I'm picking at Roxanne Madafeli on the upset of the night by defeating Macy Barber in a 29-28 decision. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, you I, had, to, I had to fight myself, Marco. Sorry, I had just one second. I had to fight myself, Marco, not to put this one as my spotlight fight of the night as well. Because, uh, you know, Roxanne. Roxanne. You don't have to turn on the bed. You don't have to turn on the bed. Roxanne, of course, a great person. But, boy, you guys, really? Wow. Macy Barber, of course, undefeated. I know. Macy Barber was supposed to be the next next hotness, and she is. And she's probably going to be a chapter one day. But Antonina Chichenko was supposed to destroy Roxanne Madoferimas, and Roxanne found a way to win. And you, you, yep. you, you cannot. She's a tough bitch, man. She's a tough bitch. Experience. She got experience for those, and his strength is getting better. So it's going to be a fun fight. Uh, probably Barbara's going to win, but my pick is Roxanne Marofero on the absent. Wow. Good for you. Damn. I'm, I'm down you... with that. I'm down with that. Did you faint? Okay, you didn't faint either. Okay, I fainted when no, you said that. I, 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 I just, no, I'm. I'm I'm cool with that. I, I hope so. You know, I hope so. But let me give you all mine. Guess who my spotlight is? <laughs> yes, baby. Give it to us. Andre Touchy-Feely. I love me yep. some Andre Touchy-Feely. Okay, so Andre Feely against Sodik Yusuf. And this is yep. like the up-and-coming, another, you know, yeah. another whatever coming up. But you know what? I'm looking at their fight record, and um, – I question Sodique's uh, fight resume. Oh, my opponent. Uh, keep in mind that it. they fought a lot of the same people, and Andre Feely has beat a lot of the people that uh, Sodique fought. So, uh, given that, uh, Andre, I don't know what he's doing at Team Alpha Male, but he just seems to be getting Shout better and Alpha better. Um, his last loss was to Michael Johnson, and uh, shout out Team Alpha Male. Or now it's not Team Alpha Male, it's Team Alpha, isn't it? Because we have females there, but um, that is a wrong his loss was to uh, what's the matter, Leo? Are you okay? Hang on, uh, Leo was like sleep dreaming here. He was like tripping me out. He's right, like, on my leg. Everything's but, not um, good, Leo. His loss was to Michael Johnson, and that was a split decision. Um, and like I say, he just keeps getting better and better, whatever he's doing. So I've got uh, Andre Feely uh, with the decision. Another one. Oh wow. That's great. Two decisions in one night. I know. Oh, shut hey. up. And that's it for the year. I use my uh, yeah. decision allotment already for the year. <laughs> Give me a good friend. Give me. Huh? 
What do you think well, about uh, the Uriah Faber tattoo on uh, Andre Feely's well, leg? I, or do you I think it's a little punctured penis? I had, I had seen it, and, you know, there, uh, there was an article about it, but I didn't read yeah. it because I was on my way to work, and then work was insane, and well, I didn't get to kind of, like, I mean, you should have seen it a little bit phone. more because, you know, it seems a little suspect to me. Anyways, DJ Tony, back to you. <laughs> better, better than having Johnny Cash. <laughs> Lucky for us, Marco, we were able to ask McGregor about the tattoo. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. All right, let's go into this, guys, because we're going to talk some news. We're making good on time, so we're going to talk some news, and we're going to talk about Jessica Penny. Listen, guys, we've gone over this over and over, Proteus, and over and over and over again. The USADA thing we've talked about this numerous times about the haves and have-nots, but being the show that we are, we're going to get topical, Proteus. So I'm going to right. open up the floor to you, Proteus. Here we go. Jessica Pennant gets suspended for four years, allegedly, for a tainted supplement. Proteus, I'm going to you. Yeah. Thoughts? Well, I think that um, it's kind of a tale of two cities. Yeah, you're right that, you know, uh, the lower level fighters don't. Yeah, thank you very much. You know, I, 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 t- DJ Tony, I saw the new Star Wars movie, and maybe, uh, Marco, you'll agree with me on this one, but you know what the best part about the new Star Wars movie was? Was the, the Emperor. That's the best part about those Star Wars movies. And you know what? This is exactly what happens with the UFC, man. Uh, the darkness, you know, just takes over, man. They don't really care. I don't know why they wouldn't want... Uh, to like look into this case because they, they really don't have a lot of people in these women's divisions. Um, you know, Pammy, I think we talked back and forth a little bit about this, you know, when it happened, uh, what was it a couple of weeks back now, DJ Tony, that we just need to stop weight cutting. Weight cutting causes a lot of issues in a lot of people's bodies and never mind women that need to try and cut weight. Um, and, and I think that, you know, the, the rules and the regulations that you, USADA are, you know, adhering to right now, yes, they need to be looked over. They need to be changed faster because not everybody is John Jones and not everybody can get uh, a Nate Diaz, you know, uh, hey, look what's up, guys. They, they accused me of this and nothing, that didn't really happen. Probably a taint supplement. Yeah, not everybody has that right. And, uh, not everybody has enough money, Marco, to, to fight uh, or go to arbitration because they're living check to check, man. Uh, training costs a lot at the highest level. So I, I'm on another soapbox today. So let's move on to someone else, DJ Tony. Proteus, I have an idea. Pick me, pick me. And listen, this, this is Marco. Before I go to you, give me one second because I'll make it quick on this. I have an idea. One. And listen, I agree one. with. Everyone needs to make a living. I agree with everyone needs to have an equal share at the table. I do agree with that everyone needs to be treated the same. The problem is it isn't. And I have an idea, guys. How about if you don't have, if you're not on uh, on the UFC, let's just say fast track or the Brock Lesnar slash Pico Grams, uh, John Jones, I have an idea. How about don't take any supplements, let alone when you look like Jessica Penny. You know what? 
don't take them. You don't need them. Yeah. So how about that, you guys? How about don't take anything at all if you can't defend yourself? How about that? Marco, go to you. So first I got to rebut uh, what uh, Prodi said about the Star Wars movie. The best thing about the new Star Wars movie is The Mandalorian. That got nothing to do with the movie because the last Star Wars movie was garbage. Uh, the newest but, uh, one? You saw the newest one? Did you see the newest one? Yes, I did, and I was disappointed. Okay, was just, fair enough. Move on. Yeah. Nothing you see here. Yeah, okay. But Mandalorian? Love it. You know, especially Baby Yoda. Yeah. Uh, well. I wish there was more, um, though. Yeah, I know. Well, Jessica Penneman. Let's not blame the USC on this one because even according to herself, Jeff Nowinski can change yeah. Shelby where on her side trying to appeal on her behalf. This is all about USADA and USADA swinging their dick trying to be the big bad wolf, man. And yes, it's extremely unfair that people with resources can afford to, to, to go to arbitration and pay fancy lawyers and their own labs to test all their, 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 what they need to test and then they get stuff on their behalf. That doesn't work on your uh, on your side all the time. I mean, Josh Barnett spent 18 months fighting Yusara. Yusara yeah. finally had to recant and admit that they they, they, they committed an, an error. But Josh Barnett is now Bellator, so it is what it is. With that, uh, I I feel sorry for Jessica Penny. She's trying to do a uh, an outsource, you know, a Patreon thing to to collect the money to go to arbitration. She shouldn't have to. That's why you need no. a union, but that is never going to happen. Exactly. Thank uh, you, Marco. And, but on the big spectrum of things, I mean, and we got to be really pragmatic and really cool about about this. Uh, that is not really something with Jessica Penny not being on it. Really? I mean, she's she's not uh, a perennial contender. She's not a quote-unquote needle mover. She's hot as hell, mm-hmm. I admit it, but... She's not somebody that really they, they must care. And this is some news that are gonna come and go and we're gonna forget about it. And it's not for Jessica Penne, but it is the way it is. I mean she can still go and fight in Japan and Europe. It's not like her, her fighting career is over. Yeah. They're just sad as yeah. man. I mean they do things more more wrong than right. They're they're trying to clean it up a little bit with the USC so I give credit what credit is due. But they need to revamp those policies because, you know, if, with the fighters not having a seat on the table they're basic, basically making the rules as they go. And they try to make it better. Right. Got to credit what you do, but they also make a lot of mistakes on the way. And one second, Tony, before you chime in, if I may, well, if we can just, uh, just throw back to how uh, long Leslie Smith has been fighting and how long or how, you know, well she's done, uh, even though she has a, a, a definitely a, a good case. Back to you, Tony. Yeah, you, know, you guys are making a lot of sense. In why the isn't she trying to do the same in Bellator, though? You, you have a hard time to unionize. Because it doesn't matter in Bellator, Bellator, man. You know why? It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, but it's, it's, it's a fair point. I mean, they, they have the second biggest organization. They say, if they unionize in Bellator, it will be a, a good example for the rest of the other companies. Let me ask you, know you a question. If, if the NFL, if the, uh, you know, before the NFL came together between the two uh, leagues that were existed, you know, you know, if somebody had a good idea on one side and not on the other side, you know, what was happening there? They, the only way they got something done is when they came together and then they had a, a union. So that's what needs to happen, man, huh. all the way across. Huh. All right, guys, let, let's get started in this because we're running on fumes right now, guys. Pam, you want to yep. talk about this? Let's do it. Jessica Penny, 
Oh, shoot. Oh, that's my, my phone is ringing. Uh, you know, it's just, I, I, I don't know what to say. Um, you know, it's just like, like we had talked about this years and, and years and years ago. We've been talking about this, that women in weight cutting is completely different than, than men with weight cutting because we are, store our fat in different places. So sometimes I mean, we can't just drop 10 like pounds, Amen. you know? You know, and, and, and we just can't, and, and that goes, again, women's and men's body. We're male and female for a reason. Our bodies are different for a reason. And, and I think with um, I, I think with her, too, she had a uh, prescription that was written by a doctor, and I think because it was written by a doctor that she thought that it would be a, a, approved by USADA and it was something that was not approved by USADA. So, again... How, how big is this list of things that are approved and not approved? And then how soon do you know that something's not approved before, you know, say somebody gives you a doctor prescribes, you need this medication for whatever. And then you start taking it and then you find out, oh shit, this isn't approved, but it's already in my system. You, you know? So there's got to be. You could have asked though, so, Pam. Yeah. Well, I guess when you're given medication, um, and you, you kind of think that the doctor knows more than you, so you, you don't want to question, so to speak. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think it's just, yeah. I think it's a big mess. And, and changing the subject just a little bit, didn't uh, Sean O'Malley get, get put back on suspension again? Yeah, I mean, the problem is he's, he's young, and, and poor Jessica does, I mean, literally is in the twilight of her career. But listen, let's let's go to the last round. I'll ask you this, guys. This is the last round before we close. So my question to all of you, and let's try to make it as brief as we can. If someone is, let's just say like Jessica Penny, possibly facing a four-year suspension, should they be allowed to fight somewhere else? Because I think they should. I think they should be released and be allowed to fight somewhere else. But I throw to you, Absolutely. Cody, what say you? Marco? Why not? They went to Japan. As soon as they got flat, they went to Japan and, and, and racked up hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. So, yeah, hell yeah. I told you Vitor would come back. <laughs> you did. Pam, are, should they be allowed to fight elsewhere? Because I think they should, and so does everyone. Oh, so hell far. yeah. It's just like, I mean, just like if you get fired from a job, are, should you be able to go work someplace else? Uh, yeah. Listen, I think everyone should be allowed to make a living in this business if, if, if they can. And, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of Jessica Penny, so I'm a little – listen, I, yeah, I, I just think it should be fair all across the board in the housing, guys. But let's get out of here, guys, as we exit. And, Proteus, you were the one that brought yep. this alive because we used to have a different closing song for uh, Smack My Picks Up. And, Proteus? You brought it down with the picnic. There's no doubt about it. But as we close, my guilty pleasure, guys. And by the way, it was Marco that brought this up, but we're going to bring this up. Shout out to Antonina Pantera. We follow her at Antonina Pantera. Good Lord. Good Lord. I did not know, Proteus. I did not know. Um, but, you know, my thing, I'm going to give it know. to you guys. I've given it. Uh, now I know it. Knowing it's half the battle. G.I. Joe. I'm going to give you guys this, guys. Joe Rogan. 
Yeah, I'm not espousing on his podcast because everyone knows how great it is. But man, the interview that he had with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Pretty solid, guys. So if you're a Marvel fan, you certainly want to watch that. That's my guilty pleasure. We go to the beautiful Pam. Pam, Mm -hmm. what you got? Man, you know what my guilty pleasure is right now? I'm watching that Aaron Hernandez thing, man. That is some crazy shit. Oh, man, that is crazy. <laughs> um, if y'all haven't seen it, check it out because it's some craziness. Listen, before we move Local. on to anyone else, I just, I just want to give a shout out. And listen, Marco, thank you, by the way, for always being tremendous and, 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 and a good friend. Pam, you are literally the, the life of the party, and you brought this oh, show. Oh, thank you. You gave it such great life, and I'm, I listen. I'm oh, so grateful you. to you guys. But as we close the show, I'm going to give it to my friend, my partner, the man who started this with me. Yes, sir. Proteus. Without you, this wouldn't have been possible. And Joe too. But Proteus, I'm throwing to you as rightly you deserve to so give it to Marco and close the show, and give, of course give your guilty pleasure. Proteus, you are such a huge part of the show, and I can't. You're my partner, man. To my quarterback. <laughs> if anyone gets that reference, uh, love you. Hey, you don't want to love say that after you watch Aaron Hernandez thing. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Proteus, do your magic. Yeah. Be bearing your guilty I'll pleasure. I'll make this of quick. I'll make this quickly. Uh, I don't have a guilty pleasure this week. I just want to go ahead and say, you know what, UFC? There's a reason people aren't watching the UFC anymore. It's because we're not interested in you selling. Uh, all kinds of advertising, whether it be uh, around the cage. It still looks like NASCAR, motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. Happy 2020, everybody. And if you're celebrating Chinese New Year, we'll get you next week. Um, And listen, guys, um, I've been here for 800 shows. Me and this man, DJ Tony, he has edited 18 or 800 shows. You know how much he's listened to my voice? Too much. Let's go ahead and throw to the star of the show to get us out of here for this week. We have 800 shows. Let's make it 800 more. That's a long fucking time, by the way. Holy shit. Right. But, uh, my guilty pleasure of the week is this podcast called, called And That Is Why We Drink. This oh, my gosh. Are funny as hell. Yeah. This two chicks are funny will tell you. Well, that's it. I tell you. And that's why we drink. These two chicks that are funny as hell. One will tell you every, every, every single episode a paranormal story, and the other one will tell you a unsolved crime, like a, a crime that has never been solved. So you will end up in a very dark mood by the end of the night, but the stories are so good and so funny that it's worth listening to. And uh, it's my guilty pleasure as well. I'm catching up with all the episodes. They've been doing it for like two and a half years, and man, I wish we got the numbers they got because they're wrecking the money up, but that's a story for another day. Follow us at uh, Pandora Box, follow Pandora Products, follow Tori at IMDG Toro, follow me at Maldon Marco, follow the show at another MMA cast, play and review us, Knucklehead, where it's Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and all the Blog Talk Radio, all the all the streaming services. Big five weekend this weekend, you see 246. We're going to have a big event for a minute, so Did watch it. $5 more. Don't blame the USC, blame ESPN because they could pull the shit now. Come on, I have to say this. We've got to meet you guys, catch you guys next week. North Carolina, enjoy the fight. And just like that, Pammy, get us out of here. We are out of here. Bye.
Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> Red panty night. <laughs>